Welcome back. It's Locked On Chiefs, part of the Locked On network of podcasts, both on YouTube and on all the podcast platforms. Welcome back. We're going to talk about some fun things today. A number about the quarterback and the wide receiver that make this team go round. We're going to get deep into how Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill are what they are and how they affect this team. Welcome to Locked On Chiefs. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs Podcast. Hope you guys are rested and getting ready for training camp. If you would, check out Locked On Fantasy Football. You can find that feed over on any podcast platform, and it's just about time to start doing drafts, so it's going to come in handy. Check out Vinny Iyer over there. I just can't believe it's almost already here. <laughs> I know, right? So that's why I'm shaking my head. I And please, like Ryan said, please go subscribe on YouTube. We really do appreciate those. Uh, it is growing, and we're really appreciating those and the comments. Uh, it's a lot easier to contact us there. Uh, and I know we talked kind of about Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, uh, but I want to mention something else that came out over the weekend that we didn't get to talk about yesterday because we had to talk about Frank Clark. Uh, LDT was named the Muhammad Ali Sports Humanitarian of the Year. Yeah. I mean, that's a feather in the cap. Right. right. That's huge. And honestly, we've talked about LDT a lot. Kansas City tweeted out on this weekend about he is back for the 2021 campaign at this point. It does sound like, and this is just a side note, it does sound like no players opted out this year mm-hmm. across the entire NFL. Yeah. And that deadline's come and gone. So we should have right. known by now. Right. So I do believe that everybody's going to be back this year. Uh, and honestly, like I said, I just wanted to mention that LDT did win that award. And I think that's fantastic. I think he deserves it. Uh, I don't know how else you could give it to anybody else considering what he did. He was basically in a way risking his life to go and help fight this, you know, disease or virus or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Right. I mean, and, and not even that epidemic you know, prioritizing his countrymen uh, noted that he's not from the U.S. Yep. Uh, over making millions of dollars playing a sport that he loves. And he clearly loves it or he wouldn't be back to tell you the truth. Right. So I think that sacrifice even goes a little bit farther when you think about about it in economic terms. Well, and then, the you, and then you take into account that he's coming back from injuries the couple of years before. How's that going to help his body? Because at this point, if he was going to be 100%, he's going to have to be 100% at this point. I mean, yeah, he still has to probably get in shape, and he's going to have to get used to playing and and doing all that stuff again. But all that extra time off really should have helped him with his body as well. I I agree. And I'm going to take a a Norseman challenge from LDT. Uh, I'm going to build myself a gazebo to work out in this next winter, and I'm just going to do front squats all all winter long in the sub-zero degrees um, and, and see what it does for my overall health. Yeah, and go post that on YouTube, please. <laughs> Should be entertaining. Aliko, I'm looking for a sponsor if you're if you're needing that. So uh, <laughs> it's definitely a unique thing, but I, I think that that goes towards this is this is a, a roster that is built up of unique people. And we know that Andy Reid in particular has has supported Laurent Duvernay-Turdif in his pursuit of his medical degree. Um, and for the league to recognize him as well as someone who put aside his personal ambitions, his personal goals in order to help treat this pandemic. I, I, I think that's significant. Now, maybe they can put doctor on the back of his jersey. That'd be really cool. I would actually consider getting an LDT jersey if they put doctor on the back of his jersey. Just going to throw that out there because you're not going to see that very often. And it it really means something. So 
you know, to me, this whole thing with LDT and honestly with any of the players uh, that opted out, so I'm glad that all of them are back this year. Uh, the one thing, the one other thing, sorry, I really want to say this really quick. I did also see an article over the weekend where they looked at all 32 teams and looked at the worst transaction for each team. Interestingly enough, Kyle Long is Kansas City's. And I only bring it up because it's related to the LDT situation. So, you know, you have to wonder how that's going to play out. You got to look at the source on that, though, because I, I, I would argue with that. And I don't disagree with you, but I would also, but I'm just saying, if he is the worst transaction that they've had this offseason, that's my point. Yeah. That's a, fa- that's a fantastic offseason. Yeah, because when you look at his contract, that is an investment in a potential Pro Bowl player right? for very, very, very little money. Yep. Um, no, and now, I completely agree. I just I think it's interesting because of all the transactions, if you're going to call that the worst right now, I'll take that every day of the week. Yeah, right, as you should. Um, I will say this. like I know it's not looking that great now, Chiefs Kingdom, just because he got hurt. That's okay. That's what Kyle Long does. Um, he also bounces back pretty well, and I, I feel like maybe this was a, a unique thing. Let's see how he looks when he gets to camp. They are still optimistic that he will be available for part of training camp. Maybe not those first five days or a week or whatever, that transition period, but he should get caught up pretty quickly is my thought. Yeah, and he'll have to have his own transition period then when he comes back. Uh, so he'll be out of camp for, you know, the first couple of weeks. And, and you know, it is what it is. Uh, but if he's able to get back and able to play, it's a good situation for Kansas City going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Like, when you take a step back, for Kyle Long, like, what do you put the over under at for games played in twenty twenty one? Man, I think if you are optimistic, I think you'd have to say twelve or thirteen. Yeah, okay. Is is that how you feel? Let's say, say the numbers eleven. Are you taking the over or the under? Games played, not started. Oh. Well, okay. Games played, I take the over. Okay. Started, I don't know. Okay. Because to me, games played also includes any special teams play. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, when, the way you said it, I mean, when it comes to official, you're right. I'm thinking offense, but you're fine. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, that's, you know, the way you said it. it... So on offense, game okay. started 11 plus or minus. What's your over under? What do you got? I'm going to go under. Okay. And I don't know that it's because, I don't know that it's because of injury. It could be because of competition. Could be. I'm going to take the over, and that's a bet that I will make. If uh, if betonline.ag will let me bet that, that's a prop that I think should be there, folks. <laughs> um, I would like to do that because they're the fastest and easiest way to get all your sports action into play. Whether it's baseball or MMA or whatever else that you're into, they have it and you can bet on it. Before the next pitch or the next training camp opens, make sure you get all your sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and all the contest information over there at betonline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines. This is your chance. Head to the website now on your device or your computer, and you get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you go to betonline.ag, your sports online sportsbook network, and we'll help you out if you use that promo code locked on to get that 50% bonus. Thanks for checking them out. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. I'm not- I'd love to see that prop bet, but they're going to have to do 11.5 or 10.5. You got to pick. Oh, I guess there's a halves. Yeah, I always see. This is how inexperienced I am. So um, I'll try to check out the props as well. Some <laughs> of that stuff gets really crazy and really fun. But, no, it does. Yeah. I mean, speaking of fun, there, there's plenty of other interesting stuff going on right now in this like lull before training camp, right? Yeah, definitely is. Uh, Tyree Kill got challenged by DK Metcalf for a race next off season. 
I'm I'm down with that. Yep. And I yeah. can guarantee Tyreek wins if you have if they have to make one cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. And actually, the funny thing is, is I saw another video over the weekend. DK Metcalf had a 15 pound medicine ball, I believe, and jumped 42 inches off one leg. Hmm. Good for him. What an athlete. God, I just can't imagine. That's that's insane. Uh, just the guy is is a freak, honestly, and that's all it really comes down to. And you start looking at, you know, you're right. If he has to cut, he doesn't have the same speed. Obviously, that's the issue. Uh, that's the reason he didn't get drafted as high as a lot of people think he should have gotten drafted. Uh, but him and Tyree Kill on the race will be fun. And Tyree Kill, uh, you know, raced Aaron Jones and killed him. That was fun to watch. I don't know if you saw the video of that. I did not, but you know, I mean, apples to oranges, in my opinion. Right? No, absolutely. (laughs) But they were they were they were kids, and they were having fun. And you know, Tyree Kill is giving people high fives as he's running past it. Aaron Jones is you know five yards behind him, so (laughs) you know it is what it is. But uh, you know, they're just having fun, and I think that's that's great. And honestly, you know, you say what you want, but I don't think Tyree was probably going one hundred percent in that race. Now against DK Metcalf, he may have to, he may want to. And if he does that, I hope he does it early enough in the offseason to where any possible chance of any injury he can recover from before camp. Uh, because that is really the, the big thing when it comes to running yeah. is are you going 100%? Because if you're not going 100%, your risk of injury is a lot less than if you are going 100%. Well, let's hope that he can time it after his uh, post Super Bowl celebration for this yep. next season. Um, but I will say this. If you look at their best times on the track, um, DK's not within a tenth of, of Tyreek. So I don't know, unless there's been a lot of development the last couple of seasons, that it's going to be that close, to tell you yeah. the truth. May not be, but it's it'll still be fun. So I think that's really the key there. And, and I, have, I really enjoy these guys going out and being able to have their fun because uh, this is a grind for them. It is a complete grind to go through the NFL season and the NFL offseason. Because don't forget, I mean, don't think that they're going and taking three or four months off. That's what players 40 years ago were able to do. But if you want to play in the NFL today, you got to train year round. Yeah, there is no substitute. I, I do enjoy as much as it made me nervous, like the, the charity basketball game. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're training basketball, if you're doing training for other sports, specific skills, whatever, that can then like, I think, actually stimulate your nervous system and your musculature to adapt which allows you to then be stronger in different ways for the, the upcoming season. I think that's really important. The, the value of cross-training cannot be undervalued, to tell you the truth. Did you like the, uh, the game of tag Patrick Mahomes was playing? Um, I can live with that because that's, that, that's a simple <laughs> escape pattern theme. I mean, that's basically running the pass rush circles. Right. I'm, good, I'm good with that. Like, yeah, no, just, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I, I enjoyed watching it. And it sounds like Bobby Stroop is actually moving to Kansas City. I think that has something to do with Patrick. Yeah, um, I, you think maybe? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and also, I mean, Stroop's had a good reputation in the strength and conditioning world for a long time. Human performance, I think, is the way that he terms it. Yep. And in that industry, there's all kinds of terms. That's one of the reasons I'm not in it any longer. But the fact that he's able to kind of preside over what are two locations in Texas, as I understand it, and be more of the president rather than the, the director day-to-day with every athlete, that allows him to concentrate on Patrick and what he has to do to keep his number one uh, commodity in the best of shape. And I think it's paying off. You don't generally see guys with turf toe get repaired and be doing that kind of, uh, of evasion here within the right. same off season. So good well, for him. 
And I think the, uh, well, okay. So Patrick is a guy and I think he's a lot like, and I hate, I know people hate this comparison, but I think he's a lot like Tom Brady in a way. I think Patrick is really into taking care of himself in his body. I think he is looking at this from a long-term approach. If you look at almost all of the endorsement type deals that he has, it's mm-hmm. all with stuff that's going to basically help him continually uh, repair his body as quickly as possible with, you know, the hyper ice type stuff and the difference, you know, the biofuel drinks and, and all of that kind of stuff. It's all about uh, keeping your body in the best possible shape that you, that you can. And there, there is a lot to that, especially when you're a quarterback and you're a guy that is going to make half a billion dollars over the next 10 years. Yeah. And that's on the low side, probably, because endorsements are probably going to push him well north of half a billion dollars. I wish I could say I knew what that was like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd settle. For, I think I could settle for, you know, I would take, you know, half of, you know, 500 million. Yeah. Half of I'd take half of that. I mean, I'd take it. I'd take, you know, 10 percent of that. I was going to say I'd take a percent of that. Thank you very much. Well, OK, um, fine. But. Just to sit here and yak at folks yeah. about football. <laughs> yeah. No, and I get it. And I guess really where I'm going for, and the other thing that I think is exciting for this whole Stroop thing is I think that you're going to see a lot more guys in the Kansas City area take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. I almost guarantee you that Travis Kelsey is going to start working with him. Yeah. I can't guarantee, Although, it, but I would say I almost guarantee he's going to start working with him in some aspects. I'm not expecting him to do what Patrick's doing, but. I guarantee you he's going to take advantage or I think he will take advantage of stuff like that. And then you start looking at the other athletes that Kansas City has on the roster. Imagine if you can get Tyree Kill and Michael Hardman in, in that, involved in that. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I mean, when you start talking about all those different guys, you see what he's able to do with Patrick. And I understand Patrick's a different animal than all of them. I get that. But there is something to be said about the way he's training and, and getting them and doing what they're doing. That's true. Uh, I will say, though, that Travis had nice things to say about his trainer, Joe, Tony Villani, um, who's been doing a lot of good work with him as well. And, and quite frankly, at his age, over 30 years old now, um, I think credit needs to go to Villani as well. I'd love yep. to see a meeting of the minds, like a summit um, for all of us former strength coaches. Joe, um, Bobby, let, let's all get together and talk about what you're doing with these athletes. <laughs> I think that that would be kind of fun. Um, we're going to get into a couple of other interesting topics and how this all works together and getting ready for training camp. After we get to uh, another message from one of our pals and sponsors. Did you know that Bilt Bar has so many delicious flavors? There really is something for everybody. When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. Uh, Ryan, what is yours? My, mine's upside down is what it is. Um, right now, it's still coconut brownie chunk. Yep. This grasshopper's growing on me. Yep, the coconut brownie chunk is delicious. That is my favorite. It still is. Uh, they have coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salt caramel, Strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. Uh, if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macros, 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180 calories per bar. Only four, and a half gram, four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get the raspberry or the grasshopper cookie or whatever you like. Go to build.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked on for 15% off at built at built.com. Right. New website, folks. Make sure you check that out as well. Yep. But, you know, this is that time like when everything's kind of relaxed. Um, yeah. 
sparring off against uh, foot races against other players, yep. et cetera. But like, there's Golfing. a lot, right? I I wish I could swing a golf club like Patrick Mahomes. Did, <laughs> did you see that? Dude, my buddy, my buddy, he's been trying to get me into golf for I don't know, like five years, and I end up getting in a cart and swinging a club a couple times. Nothing ever good comes from it. And to watch him walk out there, and my favorite was it was uh, Kels himself going like, um, so what'd you think of that? He's like, I wish I would have gone first. Yep, exactly. <laughs> 347 yards carry. Yeah. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, the, the miles per hour on the contact of hitting the ball is why he gets that kind of carry. Uh, and it was an insane number. I can't remember what it was, but that's a lot of fun to watch. So him and Kelsey are out there golfing. Uh, and I guess Justin Timberlake is on the course with them. I don't know exactly what they're doing or, or where they are. And Justin Timberlake is talking about how, you know, he's 40 now and he's getting ready to go take a nap after he gets done golfing. Justin Timberlake uh, is 40? Yeah. Oh, no. How, how old does that make you feel? Stop. Anyway, what were you saying about Justin Timberlake? <laughs> <laughs> they asked, they, somebody asked him about his, about, his, about his record that he was working on. He said, oh, I'm about 80% done. And Mahomes pipes in and says, hey, can I get on a single on that? <laughs> You just got to hit 350 right here on this next drive. Yeah. Imagine how fun that would be. Yeah. Well, that voice, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I, but they're having fun. That's the thing. Like him and Kelsey are out there. They're doing whatever they want to go do. And that's great. I'm glad they're able to do what they want to do. And they're able to go out and have fun. But they're obviously still training because you still see the, the videos of Mahomes doing his training. Uh, yeah, you're not seeing that with Kelsey, but I, I don't think his trainer guy is putting it out there like Mahomes' guy is, like Stroop is putting it out there and, and advertising it. And, all, and you're right. Kelsey has his own trainer, and he's been doing great with that and, and shouldn't change. My question is, is, is his trainer in Kansas City? If it's not, then, you know, I'm not saying you change your trainer, but maybe you start working with Stroop when you're in Kansas City because you're there six or seven or eight months out of the year. That's the hard part. I mean, right. keep keep it light. Keep it so that you're able to maintain not only, you know, w- whether you're trying to build speed, um, like Kelsey was talking about um, with Joe Vellani, like uh, trying to use physics to actually improve his ability to accelerate. But it's also about maintenance and letting your body mm-hmm. have some rest while still developing some neurological uh, trigger events that I, I think actually help you on the football field. So it's a balance. And I think maybe just having that home field advantage, uh, having someone in town like that, maybe maybe we'll go the, the extra distance. Good. And I do think it's it's really fascinating to see Kelsey continue to get better on the small things every year. And I really appreciate his tight end university that he did this year because you got to see his passion. And you know Kelsey is, is a guy that lives with a lot of passion, and he's always going to be the, the life, the party type. But, again, we've talked about it quite a bit. He has also walked into a huge leadership role on this team. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that is a huge thing going forward as well. So, I'm excited to see what he's able to do this season. You know, and there's one other stat that I want to throw out there really quick because this just really kind of sums it up for me when you start talking about Patrick Mahomes. We've already talked about Tyree Kill. This is from Sharp Football. Warren Sharp, if you don't follow him on Twitter, it's Sharp Football on Twitter. He's a fantastic follow, a lot of great information. Patrick Mahomes has never lost a game with Tyree Kill on normal rest unless the defense gave up over 30 points. Wow. Now, to be fair, I think Mahomes has only lost 10 games in his career in Kansas City. So, 
I mean, you have a pretty small right uh, window there, but yeah, you're still sitting there. Uh, him and Tyreek, Mahomes and Tyreek Hill on a regular on regular rest is almost unbeatable. That is what it comes down to in terms of like and that, balancing how much you use those guys. Yeah, and that also plays into the Frank Clark conversation that we had yesterday because it's a question of if they don't allow over 30 points. Well, if this defense is better or if this defense is okay and only averages allowing like 19, 18, 19 points a game, mm-hmm. they're going to win most of their games this year. Yep. If they can keep teams under – well, that's the key. Can they keep teams – they keep almost all the teams under 28 points or less. If they can, I think they win 90% of their games. Yeah, if there's it gets always into a scoring, If it gets into a scoring di- you know, duel, then that's a questionable thing. There's always an outlier, you're right. But in general, if that's where you're getting to, you have to feel that maybe unlike any other team that we've seen, that they have the ability to not just do that the majority of the time, but actually be consistent at it. Yep. And honestly, it really comes down to who else takes a step forward on the offense because even without having Sammy Watkins, which you didn't have most of the year last year and you're still a pretty formidable offense, uh, if you're able to take another step forward with somebody else stepping forward, like, you know, I'm not saying he's going to be a huge guy in this offense, but Noah Gray taking a step forward and, and maybe you know, getting three or four, you know, 200, 200 to 400 yards in receiving and receiving and two or three touchdowns, that actually adds up over the season. And that actually will help long term. And you also have to take into account they're playing 17 games this year. That is different than in years past. I don't think Mahomes is going to do it this season, but I'm not going to put, I'm not going to say that there isn't going to be a season where he's going to challenge to throw for close to 6,000 yards. Yeah, hey, and, and if anything goes his way in in <laughs> contact rules, et cetera, right. the offense seems to always be coming out on on the furtherment of the league in general. So I, I can definitely see that happening. We'd like to know what you guys think. What do you feel about the way that this league is going right now and the way the Chiefs are training for it? We're getting closer to training camp all the time. We appreciate you guys checking us out. The iTunes reviews with the subs over on YouTube. Keep sending those as well as checking us out on Spotify and Odyssey and all the other platforms for podcasts. We will always be over there. Thank you for listening to us today. Matt Derrick's coming up this week, and we'll have more for you. We'll talk to you next time. Ryan Tracy is the founder of Rogue Analytics and the host of RGR Football on YouTube. Follow him there. Chris Clark is a senior analyst at ChiefsDigest.com, where you can get his work. Rate and review at Apple Podcasts, and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you for listening.